For months, for years, for the better part of a decade, the Republican Party has made the border issue number one. They've demanded change, legislation, any kind of fix. And there is, in fact, a crisis on the border, whether Democrats want to admit it out loud or not. And new laws are needed to keep up with the influx of migrants. The problem is, though, Republicans latched onto this issue for political reasons. And there's proof of it. To explain how this border deal died the quickest of deaths, I'm going to use the inverted pyramid to help convey the who, the what, when, where, and why Republicans ended up tanking the very type of legislation that they demanded. First and foremost, the who. Of course, Donald Trump. The where, Capitol Hill. The why and the where, well, Republicans will tell you that they're rejecting this deal because it doesn't go far enough even though it's the most conservative bipartisan immigration bill in recent history. Uh, but that excuse is just a cover. The main reason that they don't want this bill is because Donald Trump doesn't want to give Joe Biden a legislative win during an election year. It's that simple. Not only has Trump actually admitted this out loud, but so have his allies over on Capitol Hill. Joe Biden's approval rating is at 33%. Why? would we do anything to try to help improve that dismal number with a border bill being drafted in the Senate that isn't really serious about border security? If you need any more proof, well, it was Donald Trump who once said, it's the job of Congress to solve the border. The only long-term solution to the crisis and the only way to ensure the endurance of our nation as a sovereign country is for Congress to overcome open borders obstruction. Now, back in the fall, Republicans refused to support any more aid for Ukraine or Israel unless that money was allocated for the border. They were essentially holding foreign aid hostage. So a group of bipartisan senators, the ones actually trying to govern, they got together over the last few months to try to bridge the divide. They reached a deal. It was backed by key players, including everyone from Mitch McConnell to Joe Biden to the Border Patrol Union. And then in the course of just a week, poof, Trump sabotaged the deal, effectively killing it. Now, by the way, this isn't the first deal, bill, or even law that Trump has blown up, threatened many times without any real replacement in mind. There was Obamacare, the Iran nuclear deal infrastructure, the Paris Climate Accord, DACA, the 2020 stimulus. This week, the Heritage Action Group, it's a conservative advocacy group, they went full Orwell, or Marty McFly, however you prefer your history to be rewritten. And they said this, quote, senators and the Biden administration can no longer camouflage the truth. They're leveraging the border crisis and the needs of our allies in Israel and Taiwan to extract more than $60 billion in additional unaccountable aid for Ukraine. Well, first of all, Ukraine is an ally of the United States. And second of all, that's just a lie. Any national security package has to begin with the security of our own border. We have to affect real policy change at the border, and that is a necessary condition to anything we do going forward. I have also made very clear from day one that our first condition on any national security supplemental spending package is about our own national security. I will not help Ukraine, Taiwan, or Israel until we secure a border that's been obliterated. We're not going 
to uh, consider the other package of Israel and, and Ukraine aid, even though I support both of those, until and unless we deal with the border. There's broad agreement on support for Ukraine, Israel, Indo-Pacific. We've got to get something on the border. I think it's important for Israel, for Ukraine, for Taiwan, and also to secure the border. I also find it fascinating that Mike Johnson is dismissing the Border Patrol's endorsement of this deal, considering his own previous words. You don't need to take my word for it. Listen to the deputy chief of the U.S. Border Patrol. The president should come to the border. What, a, what an idea that would be. He should talk to the Border Patrol agents who are down here. I think and just to get back to our inverted pyramid here, here's the how of it all. Well, this party, the Republican Party, has now become MAGA. And Trump leads it, despite the very real possibility that he could be a convicted felon, and soon. Is Donald Trump calling the shots here, Mr. Speaker? Of course not. He's not calling the shots. I am calling the shots for the House. That's our responsibility. Well, if he's not calling the shots, he is calling Mike Johnson. How often do you speak to him? Uh, pretty frequently now. You know, every, I don't know, few days or so. He and I have been talking about this um, uh, pretty frequently. I talked to him the uh, night before last about the same subject. Also on the how, there's the echo chamber, the right-wing outlets that hammer home this border crisis hour in and hour out, but especially during election years. You judge with your own eyes if the United States is being invaded. Stunning exclusive new Fox video of a train packed car after car filled with cheering people from all over the globe coming our way. Foreign nationals are breaching our shores by boat and then sprinting through the beaches and just disappearing onto the streets. There's nothing more or less than an invasion on that border. We are being overwhelmed. There is no word to describe this except invasion. Terrorists and others are coming across our southern border, not to mention the, sur the scourge of fentanyl that, it, that are killing Americans. We do have an invasion, and they've refused to keep us safe. Except that, that same urgency for any kind of solution suddenly becomes much less urgent just in time, when MAGA decided that the whole thing can suddenly wait until November. After all of their cable news appearances, after all those campaign photo ops in the desert, after all those trips to the border, this crisis isn't actually much of a crisis after all. Sunday morning, there was a real crisis at the border. Monday morning, that crisis magically disappeared. And finally, what now? Well, this was probably Congress's best shot at getting a deal done, getting something done this year. It also made it less likely that level-headed lawmakers will even want to work together in the future, since doing so evidently makes them a target. I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you. Because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. 
So the autopsy shows that this wasn't an honest policy disagreement. Everyone working in good faith toward a solution. It was a red-blooded political murder. The clues are there, like in the game. It was Donald Trump over at Mar-a-Lago holding the bullhorn who ordered the hit. 